0: Hello and welcome to the Lifesaving Victoria Pod Channel. Each week we interview instructors, educators and industry professionals who will give insight into the swimming and water safety industry to provide innovative ideas for developing quality life-saving programs. Each episode will be hosted by one of our Lifesaving Victoria experts with a variety of internal and external presenters. We look forward to sharing and learning together to make our communities safer around water. Hi there everyone, you're listening to episode 8 of the Lifesaving Victoria pod channel. This episode is funded by the Victorian Government through the Public Water Safety Initiative. On today's episode, Michelle Ling, Project Officer for Swimming and Water Safety Education in Aquatics at Lifesaving Victoria, will be interviewing Matt Harmon, Swim School Program Leader at Reservoir Leisure Centre. They will be discussing how to develop and run quality school swimming programs at aquatics facilities. Matt previously worked for YMCA Victoria as the School Swimming Lessons Coordinator and has worked with schools in different catchment areas extensively to organise school swimming lessons. He is passionate about providing opportunities for children and young people to learn this vital life skill. So if you're a swim school or work in the aquatics industry, make sure to listen in to today's interview to find out how you can develop your very
1: best school swimming program. Hi all, my name's Michelle from Lifesaving Victoria and I'm joined in the studio today by Matt Harmon from Darebin City Council. Hey Matt, thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me today.
1: Can you start by telling us about your role at Darebin City Council?
2: Yeah, sure. So I am the swim school leader for Reservoir Leisure Centre. So I look after all of the private and school swimming lessons that occur and I basically enable people to gain a vital life skill.
1: What sort of programs do you run for children and young people at your centre?
2: So we run a variety of programs that aim to meet the needs of our community. These include women's only swimming lessons and private swimming lessons and mainstream swimming lessons for children at night times and in the mornings and as well as school swimming lessons which have a real water safety focus.
1: So it's very focused on water safety.
2: Yeah so we are we are looking at really trying to bring in a a stroke focus as well so that we are correcting and making sure we get our swimmers in a swimming sustainably over a long period of time and giving them the right kind of tools to really succeed but yes it's got a primary water safety focus. And
1: that crosses over to both learn to swim and school swimming
2: lessons? Yeah, so schools probably got a bit more of a water safety focus where we're kind of really looking at there's a chance that we're only going to have these children for five to ten days across a year. So we're really looking at focusing on trying to give them the skills that are going to allow them to be safe in any kind of water environment so that they can, yeah, have a good time instead of, you know, being scared of potentially participating or joining in.
1: And how do you plan your school swimming programs with your team?
2: It's a, something that goes into quite a lot of depth. So the first thing we'd look at is obviously at the start of the year we have to look at what schools we've got coming in and then we've got to really get to know, OK, what do those schools need? i liaise with the schools first and get some information on their parent demographic, um, what the expectations are of parents and the school of us in terms of delivering those lessons. So what are they looking for to be taught what are those skills that they're kind of looking for? And then I'll then go to my team and we'll come up with a plan across those lessons to make sure that we're ticking off those key deliverables whilst meeting the Victorian trying to meet the Victorian curriculum needs for schools and also making sure that we are teaching swimming sustainably with correct technique and correct water safety knowledge for the children. So it's a bit of a process.
1: So when you communicate to your schools, you said you got a lot of information about what their needs are so that you can tailor your programs. Yes. What other information do you look for from the schools when you communicate?
2: That's a really good question. I guess, again, it goes back to that, what's the experience of the children? Other questions you can ask are, what's the experience of the parents around water? And then what's the gap? And then how are we going to fill that need? At the end of the day, it's all about fulfilling a need. And that need is to provide those students with a lesson. And that lesson is going to focus on one of many things. The school can identify that or it could be identified by us previously. It just depends.
1: When you get information from school, are you looking for parent surveys? Are you looking for student lists, medical details? What are those uh, specific things that you're looking yeah, for? Yeah,
2: so we will send parent questionnaires out to schools and those will really focus around what the child can do in the water or what experience the child has from the school itself will actually focus on things like behaviour, like you just mentioned, medical conditions, things like that. And all of that will generally get delivered to us ideally via like an Excel file or a file that we can just quickly upload children into classes and things like that.
1: And you mentioned before about the Vic curriculum. I just want to touch on the Victorian Water Safety Certificate. And is that important to you in your program? And How are you offering it to schools?
2: So we offer it to every student that participates as a part of our school program in 2020. We look at it in a reporting way. So we will assess each child against our levels and then we look and see how that level stacks up to the Victorian Water Safety Certificate Standard. So then we can do two things. One, we can say, are those children on track to meeting that standard? Is there extra work that needs to be done? Or when they get to a certain age have they met the standard? If they aren't looking like they're going to meet the standard, what are we going to do as a swim centre and a school and parents to help that child get to where they need to be by the time they finish in grade six?
1: And what reports are you providing back to your school to ensure that they're getting that type of information?
2: The primary form of reporting we do is, again, it's via an Excel spreadsheet, but it monitors where the child's progressed from when they started to where they finished. So, Previously, it was quite difficult to track key skills and how they were going with key skills. So using the Victorian Water Safety Certificate actually allows us to kind of have some really simple skills that we can kind of focus on and say, yes, they are going to be on track to meet these key skills. And then we can also track whether they're going to actually progress within our lessons. So there's multiple forms of ways to report back to a school.
1: Do you experience any challenges along the way or have you experienced any challenges? I think
2: the biggest challenge is building a strong relationship with the school so that they trust what we're doing and they're going to be advocates for what we do in the swimming lesson and that water safety space. I think building that trust relationship with the school and then that kind of flows through to the parents, it flows through to the students, that's probably the biggest challenge. The other biggest challenge or the other two probably biggest challenges are communicating with the schools and with the school community at large in a variety of different cultures and variety of different walks of life. swimming's not necessarily perceived as something that's important. So part of my job is communicating why it's important and how this is benefiting children over the long term. What's the skills that are associated? And I think there's, there's much deeper outcomes that can be measured in that space, but we won't get into that today. So then probably the other big challenge is, again, just the logistics of trying to get potentially a 1,000 students through a swimming centre in a week for their lessons.
1: So how do you overcome your challenges, Matt? What do you do to ensure that your programs are running smoothly?
2: So we make sure that we plan our programs in great detail and it starts off with us sending a very clear guideline to the school stating what's going to happen, when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen. So we make sure we have class lists organised, we make sure that we send them through to the school, we make sure the children line up prior to the first day. Little things like that, accumulated over the total time of the program, make it run extremely smoothly.
1: So how do you intend to use your learning to enhance your programs moving forward?
2: So... I plan on enhancing the program through creating a really comprehensive offering. We want to make sure we focus on getting swimming lessons right and getting the core product right, but I want to look at how we can engage with other schools in different ways and potentially look at those kind of different avenues we can educate children to provide the best possible experience and learning outcomes for the schools that we work with.
1: Uh, So, Matt, what's the point of difference uh, with your swim school in the city of Darabin?
2: So the biggest point of difference at our swim school is that We provide a comprehensive service for our schools and our community that aims to meet their needs and provide the best possible level of education to the students, parents and the educators for the schools and the community we work in. Excellent.
1: Thanks for joining us in the studio today, Matt. It's been great talking to you.
2: Thanks for having me, Michelle. It's been fantastic to be here today.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode on the Lifesaving Victoria pod channel. For more information and support for your school swimming program, visit www.lsv.com.au forward slash education or click on the link in this episode's show notes. Thank you to our guests, Michelle Ling and Matt Harmon for joining us in the studio. Join us next Monday for another exciting episode from the Lifesaving Victoria pod channel when we continue sharing and learning together to make our communities safer around water.